This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. I love it on a Thursday. Uh, podcast on a Thursday, nothing better. Uh, well, Friday warm show is better. What's up? That would be better, Jerry. Um, I don't know if you can hear my voice. I, I I have some sort of, I've had a sore throat the last couple of days. You you don't get sick. I know I don't get sick. I'm coughing a little bit. Really? Yeah. Oh oh, someone might not make it tomorrow night. What's weird though is like my nasal passage is completely clear. Oh, it's good. Uh, so I don't know what. Might just have an infection in your throat. Yeah, you know, I bet you I got it from the stupid train going from Sea Caucus. Yeah, probably. To Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Because where I was sitting in Madison Square Garden, I was not in a crowded area of uh, sitting up in that Chase Bridge. It, I, it wasn't packed with people. I get sick once or twice a year, and it's always in the spring and in the fall, and it's allergies. Yeah. The other times I get sick is literally three days after I'm on a plane. So you're on the train. It's very similar. Who knows? Who knows? Could be allergies as well. I don't know. My my uh, my nose is clear, but I sound stuffy, which is very strange. I don't notice that, actually. Okay, because Eddie said he had noticed it. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Are you the type that will not go to the doctor? Because I start feeling it, yeah. I go immediately. No, I don't meds. go. Because to me, I, it, this is the type of thing that wouldn't take meds. Well, if it's an infection, it would. Yeah. If you need an antibiotic. I feel like you need green snot to go to the doctor, and I'm not yeah, there not right now. Man, if I can't swallow, if my throat's killing me, yeah. I'm going quickly. You go to, like, uh, one of those walk-in clinics? Not anymore. I have a regular doctor. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Anytime I try to make an appointment with a regular doctor, it's like three weeks from now. See, it depends. If depends I call you and I'm sick, they say come in. If I'm calling for a physical, yeah, they're like a month out. Yeah, that's true. Which I do have to do. I do have to call for that. I ride these things out. I don't... Uh, I always feel like... Anytime I've gone to the doctor in the past, I always go, well, there's no, you know, like how there's no medicine for a cold. Right. I just feel like, I just assume everything's a cold. Yeah. I yeah, I just like to know if it's a cold or if it's allergies. Yeah. How do they know? Um, I, I don't know the answer to that. They scrape the back of your throat? Uh, they do sometimes do the swab, yeah. Do they check your butt? No. Oh. I don't know what kind of good doctor you're going to. My dentist. <laughs> that happens. Bend over, know. Al. Okay. <laughs> Check to see if you have any cavities. <laughs> nope. All clear up here. I hope I can make it to Have this. you gone to the bathroom yet? Yes. Yesterday I did yeah. when I got home. It seems like every time you bring that up, it happens. It's almost like that stress is relieved 
and then you go home and you use the toilet. Well, I feel like I, I knew I knew that was going to happen yesterday just because I had been so long and I was thinking like I was starting to feel the urge, the urge. Like I could have gone here, but I also knew I could have waited it out. I understand. Uh, and I cho- yeah. I like to five home- days. What's one more? Right, exactly. What's one more hour. I like a home field advantage for my toilet. Plus, I, I got my tushy hooked up to that toilet. I totally understand. Like blast the water right through my butt. Okie do right. Which is the way to go. Okay. Hopefully, I make it to the event tomorrow, Jerry. I mean, I am not feeling well. That is true. A solo warm up show. Oh God, help me. <laughs> Boy, would that be miserable? Uh, no, you know me, Jerry. I love a. You're me, a gamer. I love the adulation of a crowd. You love you love the attention. I love the attention. I would not miss it for the world. I well, no, you you would. I you could. <laughs> Fair point, <laughs> Jerry. Do you have an outfit picked out for tomorrow? I haven't even thought about no, it. Me neither. I got to get through today. I've got a game for my son at three, and practice for my other son at six. And then at 8, when I get home, I'll figure it out. I don't know if I have anything cool to it. Like, if I was going to dress to impress, I don't I don't really have... Are, is that what we're doing? I, I, so I am I, not dressing I, to I would impress. like to dress to impress or wear a fun shirt. That's fair. But I don't know that I have a fun shirt or a dress to impress shirt. Hmm. I need a fat shirt. <laughs> just a fat shirt, a big, just a big shirt to hide stuff. You do I that, too. a big, fat shirt that looks like I'm wearing a tent. Maybe I'll just wear our warm-up show T-shirt. That would be awesome. Buzz, no buzz. You could do that. I might do that. I mean, maybe, and I could, uh, I could potentially wear something as well. There you go. Maybe, maybe we wear, do that. I could wear a, a Alan Jerry shirt. Maybe we do that, Jerry. Show Good. off our gear. It is funny when I wear those shirts coming here, and then I go out afterwards. Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't change my shirt. Yes, I think of that too. I feel so weird when it's on. Yeah, right. I think that I'm walking around the neighborhood with my dog, <laughs> and I'm like people are gonna be like this idiot wearing his own <laughs> shirt. Right, but you know what's so weird about it, though? If some random guy's wearing a softball jersey with his name on the back, no one thinks anything we of it. We don't think anything about it, we right. We feel weird because we feel like we're trying to call attention to exactly. ourselves. Which we're not. I never like to call attention to myself, Jerry. By the way, <laughs> I had one of these situations. And tell me if this happens to you as well, Jerry. You get a... I don't know if you're the type that you pay off your credit cards every month or if you 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 pay sub. Yes and no. Okay. Right now I'm carrying two balances. All right. Uh, I have no balances right now, but I got a bill today that was an insane amount of money. Really? Yeah. Oh, you, oh emailed to you? Yeah, they said, yo, your, yeah. your, uh, your card uh, is due. And I'm like, what? And then you ever, like, you see the amount total. Yeah. You go to your statement online. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't know what the charge is? No, you know, that, but you go, there's no way this adds up to $4,000. And it does. But so many times I've actually got the calculator. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I see one item here that's a thousand dollars, and then a bunch of different like forty dollar items. What? Where? How is this four thousand dollars? Is that what your bill was? My bill was forty five hundred dollars. For what? That's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, what did I get? Oh, probably your airfare, your tickets. Right. So John Mellencamp. Tickets, John Mellencamp, airfare, hotel, rent a car. Princeton Longevity Center was on oh, there. Oh, that's right. That's all that. And then, by the way, the, the amount we commute, the uh, tolls, parking, uh, uh, gas. Yeah. Everything's speedy gas station, speedy gas station, speedy gas station, yep. speedy gas station. I'm like, no oh doubt. my gosh, how often am I at the speedy gas station? You are not kidding, my man. Do all you the ha- time. Do you have a, a home gas station that yeah. you use at all times? There's a shell I go to every night. That's like your station. I go twice a week at 3 a.m. Why do you decide that that's your... And I now, like the guy. Yeah. He's always there. There's never anybody there. And it's just, it's easy on off. It's yeah. just a piece of cake. That's why I go there. Do you ever feel 
Sometimes when I'm like down by my sisters, I'm like, oh, let me get gas down here. It's something different. No. I actually think that way about getting gas. That makes you feel excited? Like, oh, I'll get something different. See what's going on down here. No, I don't. Nope. Otherwise, I go to the one yeah, gas station right by my house. I probably fill up at this place twice a week for my car and once every two weeks for Kim's truck. Because anytime I get in her car, it's always empty. Women? Oh, my God. Jerry, women's cars are always on a quarter tank to empty. It's unreal. Always. And then she'll always just put $40 in. Yeah. I'm like, hun, fill it up. You're <laughs> going to use it. I know, but it doesn't feel so bad when I put $40 in as opposed to seeing it be $82. Like, what's the difference right. if you put 40 in now and 40 in on Wednesday or put $80 in now and not have to worry about it till next Monday? Gina what? always does $20 cash. Twenty dollars, which is which is six gallons. Yeah, she has an SUV, too. And it's like every day twenty dollars. <laughs> I don't know how well she doesn't drive all that much either. Maybe so that could be why the twenty dollars lasts her a full week. Yeah, but she, the full tank would last her all year. She also is afraid. I don't know why gas stations. She's afraid to use a credit card. You can get hacked anywhere. That's, I told her I have not paid cash for gas. No, I haven't either. I, I legitimately can't even Mm-mm. begin to think when I last paid cash for gas. And there are stories of card hacking at gas stations for sure. Yeah. But there's hacking everywhere in every... Let me ask you this. Does she stay off the internet then? No. Okay. She does not. Right. I mean... She shops on Amazon. Right. Credit card. All of that stuff can get hacked at any moment. Yeah. You just got to... I log in at least once a week to every account that I have. Just to see if there's anything funky going on. Right. So far, knock on wood, as you say, I've been lucky. But it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I'm going to have to shut the card down. Tell you what I am doing, though. I So I signed up for Marriott Rewards last year. And I didn't think much of it. I really didn't. And I've stayed since in uh, the Marriott four different times that I paid for it. And I was able to get the points. And I'm not, I don't get into all these points thing. I should. I don't. Yeah. So we stayed at a residence inn in Pennsylvania this weekend, which turned out to be a Marriott property. And they're like, oh, do you have your uh, your rewards? I'm like, you know, I got it somewhere. I'm like, I don't worry about it. He goes, you know, he goes, you probably get a couple thousand points for this day tonight. I'm like, yeah, but he goes, well, like, usually like 15,000, you get a free night or a couple nights. I'm like, really? He's like, do you not ever check? I'm like, not really. So I, get, I found the number. I gave it to him. He's like, download the app and just check it out. He goes, trust me. He goes, there's a lot of ways you get points. You go on a vacation for free if you do this right. I'm like, okay, blah, blah, blah. So long story short, I log in. Unbeknownst to me, unbeknownst to me, I had 32,000 points. I was like, wow. I forgot that I signed up and linked my Uber account with Marriott when I did all this last year. So I had Uber dollars being trans, uh, transferred over to Marriott points. I had a couple more stays than I realized were Marriott properties that actually gave the number when I booked online. And so now I'm like locked in on this Marriott thing to where I'm looking to do the Houston Dallas thing. I could get like a hotel in Arlington by the stadiums for three nights. It's like 40,000 points. I'm like, I could pay for all three nights with just another, I think I need another 7,500 points, which is nothing. So now anywhere I go, so my point is, for the two balances that I have, they're offering me 60,000 points to open up a Marriott Visa card. Done. I'm opening it up, transferring up, one balance. Give me my points. Yeah, I don't I do not do the points either. I don't and either. I know I should because my friend John sometimes goes on a trip to Disney and he didn't pay for it. I'm like, what? Every single bill he gets. He charges yeah. and gets the points. 
I'm doing it. That's it. I Marriott's my think. place. I'm going. Yeah, and by the way, like you said, like everything's a Marriott now. Because so many times when I go to book something, it'll be like, do you have Marriott point, points? I'm like, Marriott points? You're not a... Oh, you are a Marriott. Marriott Bonvoy. Yeah, Bonvoy. That's it. Yeah. And I just found out the timeshare that we do have still is owned by Marriott now. And I can use... The, I can transfer all the... Combine all the points. There, I've got like 100,000 points. It's really wild. Yeah. So I don't understand it all, but I'm going to figure it out. I started doing the United points just for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like every time I go to fly, United's the only place that goes. Mm-hmm. Like from... I guess their... Newark Airport is their big... That's their hub. Of the three local airports, that's their main one. And like Delta's is LaGuardia, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so I started doing that just because... I'm like, Why may not? As well, may as well. Why not? You can I get, get upgrades. Yeah. You know who keeps sucking all the Marriott points? Gina does. Every time we stay somewhere, she's like, I'll give them my Marriott number. Huh. I'm getting screwed, Jerry. If you're paying, and I'm you should paying get the points. And getting her points. Absolutely. And you know what you do when you make the reservation? You put your points in. My points. This way she doesn't get them. Well, I use my points to book her, the United flight. Well, you're getting screwed all over the place here. No, no. I use my points for that, for United. For her? No, no, no. I, I, I booked her ticket and used my United points. Oh, or my I United I, number. You paid for them, but they're both under your number. Yeah, I thought you paid that's for right. points. No, no, no. I, I got you. No, 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 no. I was going to say, she got you again. <laughs> Is it wrong if I upgrade myself to first class? <laughs> and you're in row 33, honey. <laughs> yeah. See you at the front. I'll meet you <laughs> off the plane. You're going to be stuck back there for a little while. <laughs> Remember that bad cruise you had? Yes. This would be a bad Indiana trip. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, so that's the other fun thing. So I've already essentially paid for my Indiana trip. You know what's funny about that is if there is the opportunity for one to move to first class and our wife or girlfriend wanted to do it, I wouldn't give a crap. Right? You know what? Enjoy it. The other way? Yeah, forget it. (laughs) You're dead. You don't care about me. You're selfish. (laughs) We're like, woo! (laughs) You'll be back there with strangers. I'm good. It'll be fine. Uh, just joking. <laughs> um, oh, I tweeted this yesterday because I believe this is true. I, I think my dog thinks her name is Alexa. All right, so call her Alexa. I'm thinking it because she doesn't respond to her name, never has. Really? Yeah, never has responded to her name. She only responds to going for a walk. Like, she knows what walk is. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's a pattern now has developed over these... This amount of time. When I go upstairs to take a shower, I shower at night before yeah. because I don't want to shower early in the morning. So I go upstairs to shower at night, and I put I have an, a small Alexa in my bathroom. Mm-hmm. So I'm playing music. I'm showering. The dog comes upstairs. When I'm upstairs, she lays down in her bed in my bedroom right by the bathroom. Yeah. She knows it's time to get up when I tell Alexa to stop. So all I have to say is Alexa, and she gets up and comes to me. Really? Yeah. I think she thinks her name is Alexa. So you, you can change the setting. Why don't you name Alexa Whimsy and Whimsy Alexa? Interesting. <laughs> Actually, you can only change Alexa to, it could either be Alexa. Oh, you can't change the command? No. you can. It can be Alexa or Amazon. Change to Amazon. Give and it a try. Just, and then just call her Alexa? If you So if you change it to Amazon. Yeah. And then just randomly call for Alexa. And see see what happens. If she gets up, yeah, that is her command name. Then, yeah. What is your dog? My dog's name is Whimsy, but please call her Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Because she doesn't downstairs in my house. I have 
Google. So you have to say, hey, Google, play. Right. And she does not respond to that at all. Yeah. But if I say Alexa, she gets right up Poor and walks over. doesn't know her own name. Doesn't know her name. Poor thing. And I can't change her name. You know, the vets and the pet insurance, they all have her name as Yeah, Whimsy. no, no. That's, that's her real her legal name. Right. That's her real name. Do you have, does she have a nickname? Yes, she, she does. does. It's Alexa. Mm-hmm. That's pretty funny. Yeah. I finally figured that out last night. Um, also, Jerry, we may have met, we may have talked about this once before. Do you think animals have a soul? I, I, I'm not sure humans have a soul. We have to have a soul. I don't know. I, I don't know that they I'm, go to that their soul goes to heaven. No, that I'm not. Sure. I don't know about that. I just mean, I is there something? Sometimes there, I think this is just made up stuff from two thousand years ago. Is there an essence in that animal's body that's different from another animal? Well, is there an essence in a raccoon? I mean, a, a soul in a raccoon? That's what I don't know. It doesn't because feel like it. You can't say because just because we've domesticated cats right, and that's, dogs. Yeah. Do they have souls? Because we domesticated them. Does a rat them? have a soul? No, I don't think so. Well, then why would a dog? Because we love them. Yeah. Right. A lot of this because is emotion. I really do, as I get older, the more I think, a lot of this stuff is just emotion-based. We really put... A lot of hu- stock and hope and emotion. We put a lot of uh, human qualities on our animals. When they're animals. Homes. Yeah, when they're Does animals. Does it mean animals can't have emotions, too, I suppose? But I don't know that they do. I, I have no idea. But, like, let me ask you this. If you got into an argument with one of your sons or your wife... Mm-hmm. And you were fighting in the house, or just arguing, verbally yeah. arguing. Yep. Do you think your cats know something's up? I well, they can they can sense the tone. Yes, yeah, I mean, can they sense the tone to know? I, hmm. I, I would think so because I think in a lot. And look at that, the golfer's got a Major League Baseball uh, logo on his shirt. Um, I think they clearly sense the tone the same way. I think they, the tone is what drives them to what you're asking them to do. So like when you, it's like when the cats want to eat, there's a certain way we say, you know, yo, Callie, you want to eat? Like and you, then you rattle you're happy the thing. About it. Right. If you start screaming at her, you know, I don't know that she's going to come running to eat. If you're screaming at the top of your, I don't know. I, th- I think there's a lot that goes into it. Unfortunately, I don't know that. Well, I know they're doing research on it. I know they've been doing research on it for decades trying to figure out what a dog thinks and what, I mean, there's that documentary on Netflix. I wanted to take a pen and jab it through my eyeball. What is this one? How a cat thinks or something. I mean, this was like, oh my God, let's do the same thing 4,000 times. And if it does what you want it to do on the, we told you, we trained it. It didn't do it the first 3,000 times, but on 3,001, it got it. Or perhaps those were just the steps it took that time. Like, I feel like we want things to be so the way we want them that we believe that they are. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out with the animals in our homes. And I'm not saying that a dog can't, quote-unquote, love its owner. I'm sure in its way it does. I mean, we see it the way it will jump on the bed with you, the way it wags its tail. Like, it definitely feels something. But they're not human emotions. It's their way of feeling happy, loving, loyal, things like that. Yeah, when I first adopted Whimsy, I couldn't get her right away because I was still in the apartment. But mm-hmm. I had I had a closing date for my my condo in Bradley Beach. Yeah. So a woman who watches and has many greyhounds of her own took her in for uh, a couple weeks until I was able to get her. 
And when I went to get Whimsy, Whimsy was very attached to this woman. You know, she would follow her around. Well, familiar and used to her, sure. Right. And the woman said to me, she goes, well, I go, wow, she really loves you. She goes, well, I feed her Mm -hmm. and give her a place to live. Mm -hmm. I'm like, huh. Now she's like that with me. Right. And when I take her to uh, the woman in Tom's River who watches Greyhounds, like when I go on vacation. You come back and she's not all that interested in you. No. <laughs> I know you've told it me. It just takes us such a short amount of time. They're animals. At the end of the day, and, and I know adapt. we are too. We're just more intelligent. Yeah. They're animals. So as long as you give your dog to a loving home, the dog will be fine. The dog will be fine. Might be sad for a little bit. Right. It's possible it'll be sad, but it'll. Right. Now, Ultimately, you, it wants to eat, poop, and sleep. Now, if you bring a dog to an animal shelter because you don't want it anymore, no good. Well, but that's a but that's not a good experience, being that's locked not a good up. And right. We're talking about laying on a bed, running in a beautiful park-like backyard and being fed and, you know, being warm when it's cold out and being dry when it's raining. And it's, I mean, as much as they're animals, you know, they don't want a miserable experience either. You don't have to be a genius and have all this intelligence to know what's good and what's bad. Right. I don't think. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder, like, do dogs, you know, like humans, if you talk to your kid the wrong way when they're little, like, that'll scar them for life. Yeah. Like, they'll be in therapy because they of... Could a, be. a, dogs, no. A dog could probably have had a terrible experience. If it doesn't have that experience again, it's probably fine. Maybe. Maybe. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Because we talk about the, you know, the animals that are as puppies are trained to fight, and yeah. then all of a sudden you try and put them in a loving environment, which is fine, but when they snap, they snap because of their upbringing. Don't know. Yeah. And there are dogs and cats that are like, oh, they don't like men, or they don't like women. Maybe they had a bad experience. Or maybe it's the scent. Or, or the, the scent. Or the different, you know, um, chemicals we give off. I don't know. I, I don't know. That, that We'll leave that to the people that study animals. Yeah, we never get a real answer, though. Because there is no real answer. We get until it, Until the dog or the cat can talk our language, you're never going to know. It's like death. Until someone from the dead comes walking through the door and can prove that they're dead, and now they're alive again, or they found some gateway back to life that yeah. can tell us what it's really like, it's nothing more than a big freaking guessing game. Yeah, I know. And fake words like trust and and believe. Yeah, we can all believe what we want. Doesn't mean it's real. Man, there are some huge things we have no idea about. None. We don't know what happens when you die. Nope. We don't know what animals are really thinking and how they're processing things. We have no idea. No. But that's why I will always say the greatest word in the English language is hope. Hope. There is always hope. And I hope to hell or hope like hell. Not to hope. That would be bad. I don't want to hope myself to hell. Yeah, don't do that. Hope like hell that all of that stuff is true and that I've lived a good enough life that I've provided for my kids and my wife and my parents and everybody, and I've been a nice enough person that at the end of the day when I'm long and gone, there's something there on the other side. I don't think there is, but God, I hope there is. Is that fair? That is fair. Do Do you think your cats know they're in a good home? Or do they not know uh, yeah, any better? Yeah, because both of them. So I would say, do they walk around talking to each other? Go, meow, meow, great home, great home. No, I don't think that. I don't think they talk when we're not there to each other like that. But I will tell you, Julius was rescued from a sewer in was it in Staten Island, I believe. 
He was as a kitten was rescued from okay. a uh, from a sewer, and that's why we're it's hilarious that he's become a finicky eater. We will look at him and say, "You ate sewer scraps. <laughs> Eat the nine lives." <laughs> He put thumbs his nose to the, yeah. to the chicken. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's so funny. Tremendous. And then Callie was rescued from the hurricanes in Miami and was found like shivering under a shed. As a kitten or as, as a an kitten. adult? As a kitten. We both got them as Julius was seven months when we got yeah. when we got him. And Callie was four months old when we got her. Maybe now I take that back. Callie was um twelve weeks old. They found her shivering under a shed in Miami. So now you come to paradise, hit the pet lottery. They've got to know. They should, right? If, if if they have any in that small little brain of theirs, if they have memories and can remember, it's not that long ago that they were living a pretty lousy life. Yeah. Yeah. You just wonder, do they know, hey, I got a pretty good right here. Yeah. But then you're right. That thing with the cats not eating their food. It's, it's hysterical. Dogs, like my dog's the same thing. Like yeah. He looks at the food and he's like, what? We had this yesterday. I'm Do like, we yeah. have any um, filet? <laughs> like, good Lord. Yeah. I should take a picture every day when I go home now. No, not today because everybody's home. Schools are out. Um, but most days when I go home, I get home about 1145. I open, I go into the garage, I open the door, and there's Julius literally under a blanket on the couch that he gets. Joseph always leaves it there. And he burrows his way underneath it, his head sticking out. He's passed out. And then she, the little one, will curl herself around him on top of the blanket. I'm like, well, you guys got the life. Yeah. This looks outstanding. This is living it up. <laughs> they're doing all right. Right. Sometimes when the animals are sleeping and they're like, you can hear them breathing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, what a. What he a purrs world. when he sleeps. And it's like, it's the, it really is. It's adorable. So. And he's lost weight. He's a cute, cute little thing. They are living it up, Jerry, they on are. our dimes. Yes, they are. I had to share my lunch with them yesterday because I made tuna. <laughs> as soon as I popped the can, it's like the scent. They came running in, and they don't eat in the afternoon. They smell the tuna. I literally had to split the can with them. Will they uh, just stay at your feet? Because I know cats jump up on things. Will they jump up on the counter to try to get some uh, of the tuna a bit action? Of a, she's a bit of a pain. Yeah. She will jump up on everything. He's good. He doesn't. He stays down on the ground. For the most part. And you throw him a little. Once in a while when he's really being agitating because he's hungry, we will hear him knock over on purpose all the envelopes that I keep on the counter. <laughs> and we hear it. Oh, and then you pick up. There he is. He's looking at you like, feed me. <laughs> it's funny. I'm hungry. Let me knock these envelopes to the floor. Yes, pretty much. This seems to work. It does. Yeah. yeah it does. That's the thing. We end up, the other funny thing with, with pets is we end up reinforcing negative behaviors because it does work. It works. Yes. Like the dog whining to me mm-hmm. does get me to pet her. Yes. So, so now the next time she's laying down and wants to be pet, she'll just whine. 100%. And it works. Three Every night. So they when I'm so they get up with me at 3 o'clock because I give them a, a small little food just to get them through the night. On the weekends, 3 o'clock, they're jumping on me. I'm like, guys, let me sleep. So then I'll kick them out. I'll shut the door. Then they start jumping on the door, and you hear, <laughs> it's like, oh, my, I have, I'm going to lose. Uh, fine, I got you. It's 3 o'clock, I understand, which is my pattern. <laughs> right. I've always had these hours since we've had them. Yes. That's all they know. I, yeah. So I, have, I haven't slept through a night on a Friday or Saturday night unless I'm in a hotel. Yeah. Does not happen. And they come to me, not Kim. Right, because you're the food guy. When I'm three, away. You're 3 a.m. food guy. When I'm away, they go to bed at 11 with them. And they get up with them at 7 a.m. Yeah. Hysterical. Yeah. Same thing happens. 
with my dog. Every once in a while, Gina will take her. I don't know what the problem is. She wakes up at 7. <laughs> 7? <laughs> I'm up at 2 a.m. on a Saturday if, uh, if I have the dog. She gets me up at 11.30 p.m., 2 a.m., and 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a baby. Right, because they're like, but, th- but to them, you're the food guy yes. at 3 a.m. if you're not there. It's their schedule. Yeah. So true. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. We'll be back here tomorrow on a, you calling it a summer Friday. I like it, Jerry. We'll be here on our first summer Friday. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, especially as we get closer to the end of the week, 502, the Eddie Scazzeri, your president. Nice to see you as always, and across from me, his name, he looks good today, too. His name is Al Quentin Dukes. What's up, man? Uh, good morning, Jerry. Um, do you take any positives out of the Mets getting swept? Yes, they scored runs yesterday. They did score runs the yesterday. The offense woke up. They did. I mean, they lost, what was it, 7-6. They yeah. did get their asses swept in Milwaukee. Yeah. They did. But uh, their offense even came from two guys that everyone uh, was saying, where are these two guys? Where are, Where's Pete Alonzo? Where's Francisco Lindor? They both showed up yesterday. Yeah, that never bothers me. I always figure they're going to hit, and yesterday they did show up. They did hit. But what's bothering me more would be not even the fact that the pitchers aren't performing well. The walks are insane. I mean, five of them for what's his name? Peterson yesterday. Peterson, five, yeah. I mean, five. Come on. It's a lot of walks. The walk, it's just... Oh. It's a lot of free passes, Jerry. You can't give out free passes Mind in life. Enough. It doesn't matter if it's a nine-year-old baseball or a pro baseball. You can't walk, guys. They all come back to bite you in yeah, the they ass do. at some Yes, point. they do. Yes, they do, Al. Because the Mets had themselves a nice little lead. I forget what the lead was. I know at one point it was 6-4. Six, 6-4. Six, four. Four. Yeah, and then they... Then they, they lost 7-6. They lose 7-6. Six, uh, and Adam Adovino, who I don't really care for all that much, gave up a uh, walk-off home run. He did. To a fellow named uh, Garrett Mitchell. Who had a nice series and a hell of a finish to the series. He did. There were a couple of the, the Brewers. It, hmm. I know they really whipped <laughs> the Mets, but they 
that looks like a fun team. Yeah, it does. Well, when you're, but you know what? When you're winning, it's always fun. And it's those cool. Like when you watch the, when I watch the highlight package on the MLB app. Yes. It's Bob Euchre doing some of the calls. Like that's just fun baseball, Jerry. But now that's interesting. Yeah. Why is that interesting to me? I don't know. You just called it fun baseball. Because it's Bob Euchre. It is Bob Euchre. He's fun. He's fun. Okay. You should, but according to you, he shouldn't be out there. He's 90. Oh, yeah. He should retire. Now let's play this game. Yeah. Even though I just told you the answer. How old is this announcer? You would think a guy that's 90 would be a little bit. (gasps) Instead, have you heard this game winning call? I have. This is outstanding. And the pitch. Fired up. I take back what I say about old people retiring, Jared. I want them all all to stay. If you're going to sound like that, that's great. We don't listen to him every day, but you talk about killing a highlight. He crushed that. Here's the thing, Jerry. I don't like hearing Bob Euchre in FM. I need him on an AM dial. (laughs) I can can make that happen. Yeah. Because now we're hearing everything. When I watch the highlights on the MLB app and I'm getting Bob Euchre, it's crystal well, clear. Well, you would have had that anyway. HD. But you would have had that anyway on TV. Mean? Because oh, yeah, you would roll from the studio. Usually the the feeds that they get would be clean. Yeah, I know. That's the part that stinks. I want my baseball old well, like my announcers. I, again, I can make it sound old like I made Wayne Randazzo sound old. That's a little setting we can do in the in the editing tool. Is This is not a stupid question, Jerry, as there are no stupid questions. There are stupid questions. Whoever came up with that was stupid. Is Bob Euchre TV or radio out there? uh, I don't know. My guess is radio, but I'm I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I think he is radio as well. Yeah, we're we're not in Milwaukee. Because I think a lot of times he's doing those games by himself. Mm, Maybe. I mean, see, radio and baseball is strange. Like, even yesterday I was listening to, as I was driving a Matthews game, I was listening to Howie the whole way. Keith Rad was nowhere to be found for like probably having a hot dog. Like they take the time to go get a break, then all of a sudden they start talking and they pop into the conversation. So you might be right. I don't know if there's an analyst or not because we don't hear them here in New York. But sometimes you can hear a game, a guy can do a whole inning, and you'll never hear from the analyst. Yeah, because he's so, not there. Are you going to talk at some point, sir? Right. Not even an analyst. It's a co-play-by-play guy that gets fewer innings. Like Howie, I guess, does he do seven and Keith gets two or six and three, whatever it is. Howie gets the majority of the innings and Keith is there when they need him. That's always weird to me. It always has been. I'm, the I'm lead announcer? A, I'm more of a John Sterling type where I, I want one guy doing the play-by-play all game. You know what's funny? I don't know how many guys do that. I'd, I, I would love to know the answer to that on radio, how many guys do but the why entire on TV game. do they do it? You don't talk as much, I guess. Hmm. On TV, it's more. I mean, you listen. You're telling stories on radio as well, but TV is more of a talk show type format. Uh, that would be my guess. I don't know though. I don't know the answer to that. And a pretty cool uh, Garrett Mitchell of the Brewers who hit the walk off home run. Pretty cool he, if you're not his wife. Uh, yeah, he credited his wife. Would you like to hear this? Yes, I would like to hear this. This was on Bally Sports after the game. You know, I was thinking about this, but uh, when my wife doesn't show up to the games, usually something good happens. So at the Going into that battle, I was like, man, well, she's not here, so might as well do something fun. <laughs> Did you see? 
I, I saw in a New York Post article about this. You did? I'm not paying for the Post. I'm not either, but I, I on the app on your phone, you can read it for oh, free. Okay. Um, she, the wife, quote, tweeted this uh, clip, and yeah. she goes, say it to my face. <laughs> <laughs> that's outstanding. <laughs> yeah. So oh. that's what he says. When my wife doesn't show up, good things happen. That's what happens sometimes. When you go to games... You go to see your little kid play. You go to see your niece or nephew play, and they don't do diddly squat because they put too much pressure on themselves. Then you go to a, then you don't go to the game. You go, little Paul, you hit home run. You missed it. What? I will tell you, I have seen that from kids. Yeah, where you know a normal game, they do what they do, and then all of a sudden there's some special game, and 19 people come to watch them, and their butt cheeks get tight, and they can't do anything. <laughs> so yeah, you're I'm right. sure it happens at that level too. Or he's just. Worried, concerned, is she okay? Is she being heckled? Is she is a kid okay? Yeah, that's true. You know, you got other things on your mind. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, Jerry. If you don't go see your nieces and nephew play, they say you're not a supporting uncle. If you do go, it's too much pressure and the kids can't perform. I what will, do you do? I'll tell you this. If he struggles and the fans know that she's there, she's gonna get hammered on social media. Yeah. Get out of the Stay stadium. home. <laughs> yes. Watch on TV. From crazy sports fans. Yes. Or crazy Brewer fans, I should say. Yeah. So, yeah, so not a great day for the Mets. Not a good week. They're now under 500. Mm, that's not good. You know what's so funny, though, about these early season records? Like, I heard someone today, like, oh, my God, the Phillies are 1-5 for the first time since 2007. I'm like, huh, didn't they win the division that year? Yeah, that was the year they, they came back on the Mets. So, like, we can say all we want about a first-week record. It doesn't mean a damn thing. This is what they used to do in the NFL during preseason. Be like, Packers have lost f- all four preseason games. Yeah, That's who not cares? Good. Yeah, and then they go out and win the Super right. Bowl. It means nothing. By the way, the Rays haven't lost a game yet. That means something, Jerry. That could, because they're actually pretty good every year. They are pretty good every year. For but, a team that doesn't that people don't seem to care about. Right. They do win a lot. I did see Pete Alonso hit two home runs yesterday. Not Jerry. one, That's but two. Good. That is pretty good. I feel like... And then it why, just sucks that he does that and they don't win the game. Why'd they call today's Mets and Yankees games already? I guess because of the forecast. So the, the Mets have their home opener. Baltimore has their home opener. And you've got tomorrow built in. I think the forecast for tomorrow is a beautiful sunny day. Oh, that 65 makes sense, degrees. Then. So why fool around? Like, it's weird. I've seen a couple of different forecasts. Some say thunderstorms all day. I've seen others that say a thunderstorm and then a beautiful afternoon. Who knows? So why chance it make people come out? You know tomorrow's perfect. Let's just do tomorrow. So both uh, the Orioles and the Mets had uh, a Friday open. Yeah, well, that's what oh, they're. That's, that's what they do with all these openers now. They give you the next day available. Just oh, perfect in case. then. But I do think they should. I know it's not easy because of the tickets and people have to make arrangements. I get that, but I also think if you're going to have a three game series in a four day window and you're going to have that you know that day open. It should be a floating day because what if, let's say, for instance, you played today and then they don't play tomorrow. It's 65 and sunny and they sit around, they do nothing. And then it's washed out on Saturday. Like, why not play when you can play? And if you get Sunday off, you get Sunday off. Yeah, I like that idea. It's like a floating weekend. It's only once. You're only doing it at the beginning of the day. I know it stinks. It's it's tough. But you know what? You get the games in. It's got to be, I would think, easier for the teams. Right, you get the games in on beautiful weather days because yes. you're right. What a waste if we would have tried to squeeze this game in in the fog, in the mist. Yeah. 
and then tomorrow we're all sitting around touching ourselves while there's a beautiful sun, a beautiful sunny day outside. Are the girls on the beach that you're watching them already? <laughs> there's no one there yet, Jerry. Uh, that's a weird reference you just made. Yeah, I just mean you know we just got nothing to do when we could be no, actually, watching baseball. Yeah, no, I mean we usually a lot of us do have something to do well, during the day. There's a very select few that don't. I just go home and wait for the next day's show to begin. <laughs> Sadly, I believe that. I have some lunch. <laughs> I walk the dog. You actually have a countdown clock. And then I go, huh, <laughs> As soon as you get home. <laughs> when can I get to bed? Start prepping for tomorrow. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> true. Uh, then I saw the Yankees one, which is good, Jerry. I don't. I miss Garrett Cole's uh, luscious locks of hair. If it, I don't even recognize him on the mound with a short haircut. Luscious locks. locks? Yeah. It's a good look for him. You you like the shorter hair? No, I'm saying he, it was a good look yeah, for him. Yeah, I thought so too. The hair flowing out of the hat. It's all trimmed up. Yeah, really nice. Maybe now. his wife wanted him a little cleaner cut. It's like when Jacob Degrom cut his hair. It was weird. Yeah, but you get used to it. A couple I suppose. starch you get used to it. Jacob Degrom. I actually forget that Degrom had that crazy mm-hmm. hair. Remember back in the day, you had him. Uh, Syndergaard had the the hair, and then uh, who was the other guy? The reliever. Oh, like he and I, he looked like Degrom. Yes, I can't think of his name. We had a bunch of long-haired freaks here at one point on the Mets. We, yeah, we did. Now they're all gone. Now they're all gone. They're Jerry. All gone. But uh, did you? What this Josh Donaldson? <laughs> it's hilarious. He injured himself. I watched. So do this. me a favor. Anybody that's going to have a problem with guys doing stuff outside of the game, yeah. take it and shove it up your rear end. We have a guy, a pro athlete. That was jogging to first base on a pop-up. And pulled his hamstring. Yeah. So I get it. You're upset about Diaz. I get it. You're upset about this guy and that guy. This guy tears his ACL walking at home. It happens everywhere. This was embarrassing. He hit a routine fly ball to right field, and he slowly jogged it down the first and came up. And pulled up lame. Yeah, pulled up lame. Like He wasn't even sprinting. He was basically jogging. And goes to make the turnaround first, the give up turn, and he pulled. I mean, is that season ending injury, Jerry? No, it's. I don't think it That's is. But bad. it's just. It goes to show that it doesn't matter where these guys are; it, they're going to get hurt. That was really unbelievable. No, it was pretty believable. First, I saw the uh, a headline that he got injured. I was like, all right, well, let me see what's going on here. And it's as bad as you think it would look. It's stupid yes, looking. Exactly. Correct. Routine fly. Bob. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not even joking. What looks dumber? Josh Donaldson injuring his hamstring, jogging to first base, or Edwin Diaz, the injury, hopping up and down like a five-year-old. They're equally as bad. Yeah, they're equally stupid. I mean, come on. It's it's really amazing. These guys are such unbelievable athletes and talents, and yet these muscles are... Meantime, you go to the local YMC, you got a bunch of 45-year-old fat guys running up and down the gym floor. No one tears there or injures anything. Why? Like and people, I, I'm being uh, old guys playing broadcast. pickleball, but you're right. They, they there are more. Uh, what what do they do? Popped his quad. What is it? I think it was a hamstring. hamstring. Yeah, there are more hamstring injuries there than in uh, old people uh, pickleball. Hamstrings, obliques, yes, quads. I mean, it's absurd. They're wound too tight. That's yeah. the only answer. That's it. That's the only answer. So what makes you more fit and more in shape is also the thing that can come back and bite you in the ass. Correct. So I don't know. The whole the meantime, you got Jacob DeGrom in Texas. He's made two starts in a row, Al. 
I don't believe that's that. your guy. I'll I'll believe that Jerry when I see it on my own television set. Well, if you got MLB.tv, you could have watched him strike out eleven yesterday. He did. He did. Yeah, they won five uh, five two. I think they won. Yeah, he went six. I think six innings. He struck out eleven. Let's they see. Beat the Orioles. Let's see at the All Star break if he's still All Star break. Yeah. How about let's get to Mother's Day. I'm just saying, at the All-Star break, let's see how many starts he's missed. I'm just saying, right now, he's made two. Yeah. How many has Verlander made? Uh, zero. Right. Just Good point. Damn it, Jerry. And how much is Verlander making? A lot of money. Right. He's getting paid to not pitch. Tell that to Boomer today. I will tell that to Boomer. You let him know that. Right now, he's getting paid. A 40-year-old is getting paid to not paid a lot of money to not pitch. You make a lot of money. Yes, she does. To not be pitching. Yes, and Verlander, uh, not Verlander, Scherzer is pitched, but not. he's getting paid a lot of money to not pitch well. Yeah, he's getting paid to pitch. He is going out there, Jerry. He is throwing the ball. It is just going over the fence. You realize the Mets are paying out $360 million, and they look, eh, eh. It was uh, what we call, Jerry, a lost weekend uh, series. In, well, well midweek. It midweek. Jerry, what we call that is a lost midweek series in Milwaukee. And you know what sucks, too? What? They play the Marlins again. I know. I hate the Marlins. Like, how stupid is the schedule? Hate the Marlins. I mean, come on. It's we like just in the saw NFL. the Marlins. It's like in the NFL. It's like... The Jets play the Patriots. Then there's a bye week. Then the Jets play the Patriots. <laughs> it's, no. it's, it's absurd. It's so stupid. You got you see the you got 28 other teams. You couldn't find another one for the Mets home opening series, right? You just played these guys. So whatever. I mean, listen. At, well, once for the, once they play the Brewers after the Marlins next uh, next week, then we'll be through all these dumb scheduling. Things. Okay, good. I'm kidding. I don't know if oh. we'll play the Brewers or not next week. I love the Brewers. I know you do. My new team. You should be a Brewers fan. I know in the NFL I choose and follow a lot of teams. I might start following the Brewers. Maybe tomorrow night we'll do a Brew Crew quiz. Oh. <laughs> That's impossible. I will dominate any Brewers quiz. You think you will? I will. You think every answer is not going to end up in Gorman Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think. It can. It can. All right, we'll take a break. 5.17. We're just getting started on this lovely Thursday morning. Boomer and Geo fired up for the program. Coming up at 6 on The Fan. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, man, I wasn't ready. Hold on, Eddie. I'm getting caught up in that no-hitter that Johan Santana drew. <laughs> All right, nice to have you with us. 
It is a uh, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday for you. That means the uh, live show is tomorrow night. That's kind of cool. What's up, Al? Oh, by the way, Jerry, we have Avenged Sevenfold tickets for the Garden at uh, 5.30 a.m. That's less than five minutes away, oh, Jerry. don't go less away, than, lock in Less than dial. five minutes away, I'm going to have those for you, Jerry. Did you see the Jazz Chisholm injury? What did he do? He was trying to steal second base, and his head went right into the knee of the shortstop. Ooh. And is he out, really know, injured? A shoulder injury. Well, he came out of the game. I think he did anyway. Jazz Chisholm. There you go. Nailed it. Yeah. I was impressed that CBS rolled the tape on that. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I did. Uh, he tried to go between the legs of the defender. Right. Sneaking right under the uh, the sack. But boom. Right, right into the. Right, yes. How do you like this knee right in your face? Head to knee. Or your shoulder. Yeah. That's never. You're never going to win that battle. You are not. Probably not. Now, Jerry, I did see that Aaron Rodgers went shopping for crystals. Uh, this was uh, many alert media members uh, put this out here yesterday. I'm so Aaron Rodgers out. I don't care. Well, are you sure, Jerry? Because he got a small bag of crystals at Topanga Rocks Crystal Shop in Los Angeles. And so what do you do with these crystals? I don't know. I guess he's trying to uh, you know, use them in prayer and in meditation to get this Jets thing resolved. I don't like... I like what you're saying, Jerry. Like, it's enough of the Aaron Rodgers. Just tell me when he's traded here. I don't like that it's tearing couples apart. And here's what I mean by that. I see that Evan Roberts and Craig Carton, there seems to be some friction there. Oh, is there really? Yeah, I even saw an article. Are we talking about real friction? I think... I. Well, you tell me, Jerry. I read an article about this with some actual quotes from actual radio programs. We have the audio. I just haven't edited okay. it yet, so I can't play it. Well, I look forward to that in the Boomer and Geo show where you present your... Uh, well, maybe you, by 7.30. Where you present your quality audio, Jerry, yeah. every hour. I'm not going to have time to get to that until 7.30. But I guess Craig is the one who's been out there saying that there's another team involved, and I, I believe he's named the 49ers as the other team in the mix. Boomer says there's no other team involved. It's Oh, is this where Evan said he's being used by the Packers to That's get the correct. narrative out there? Yep. Okay. Evan Roberts accuses his partner, Craig Carton, of being used by the Packers. This is what Evan Roberts said, and this is a quote, Jerry. The Packers, quote, needed to find a lemon. <clears throat> somebody that could put a the... A lemon? Somebody that could put the message a lemming, out. lemming, maybe. He said lemon. Yeah, that, Evan probably screwed up the phrase. A lemon. Somebody that could put the message out there to scare Joe Douglas. You happen to be that lemon. You're right. It should be lemming, right? Well, again, Evan, for a guy that's very well read, he screws up a lot of phrases. Well, actually, we're going to find this out when you have the actual audio, Jerry, because here's what it could be. Number one, Evan screwing it up and saying a lemon instead of lemming. Number two, the person who wrote this article thinking Evan said lemon when he meant lemming or said or lemon. maybe Evan said it and meant it. Or Evan thought lemon the fruit and meant yeah. lemon the fruit. Very possible. I don't know. And then I, I thought this was a fun quote from Craig in there. He said, uh, do you really think I would put something out there just to get attention? <laughs> <laughs> do we need to answer that? <laughs> That's what he said, Jerry. That's funny. So I hope this. So gets... you think they're on the, they're a little bit of a, I don't like it. They're having, I know you said relationship troubles. Yes. How do you think the show ended? Did they go? Let me ask you this. When the show ended, did Craig walk 30 feet ahead of Evan 
and not even acknowledge his existence because I saw that with Mike and Chris back That's in the day. That's what happened? Okay. Well, yes. Yes. I yeah. watched them literally walk out three seconds apart, not acknowledge one another, head down and gone. Who would walk out first? Mike. Mike would go, and Chris would pretend to be like gathering his stuff. He would lag behind. But, but like seeming like, oh, I got to get my stuff uh, It was just more that Mike went first and then Chris would just let him go and then he would walk behind him. And then they'd go to their cars to the lot separately. When they were not speaking to each other, what was when the show would begin, how soon before the theme song hit were they both in the studio? Um, so most of the time, Mike would walk in when the theme show was being played. Oh, really? Yes. And Chris would be in there prepared. Correct. Ready. Chris would be there ready to go. He would he'd give it the old, and as he's waving his arm, and then Mike would come sauntering in as the music is being played. Okay. I saw that numerous times. Yeah. And then a lot of times during the commercial break, if one didn't get up, the other would. I see. And they would not be in there at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. I have a uh, another interesting uh, older quarterback story, Jerry. But first, I must tell you that I have Avenged Sevenfold tickets. And it's uh, your chance, Jerry. Well, not you. You can't win. You work here. Right now, be calling number seven at 866-540-WFAN. Now... If you have one of those phones that doesn't have letters on it, that's 866-540-9326 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Avenged Sevenfold at Madison Square Garden. It's a Friday night, June 23rd, Summer Friday. From our friends at Live Nation, to purchase tickets, visit LiveNation.com. I'll probably go to Nigeria. You're not things. going to that. There's no changing on it. The funny thing would be if some 65-year-old listener right now just heard the contest line being given out, and he's calling in hoping to win Yankee tickets. That'd be so great. And that he, said, the person that wins is going to enjoy this show. It's oh, pretty good. Oh, absolutely good. Pretty good. So uh, let me tell you about the Tom Brady. You know, he's uh, newly divorced, Jerry. I mean, we got Tom Brady stories. I do have a quick one. It's not a long, in-depth one. He didn't go buy crystals like Aaron Rodgers did. But I did see this for a couple days, even last week. You know, the actress uh, Reese Witherspoon. I've is, heard of her. Is uh, is divorced now? Just finalized the divorce, and she was rumored to be dating Tom Brady. That would be an interesting power couple. Now, turns out they've never even met each other. So that is fake news. Where'd that come sad. from then? Just people hoping, I think, Jerry, just uh, wishing and hoping and that two divorcees. We are too much into everybody's business. Just hoping that two divorcees would find love again. That's all it is. Reese Witherspoon could have a boyfriend tomorrow if she wanted him. Yeah, she's got a daughter that looks just like her. I know. Who's what what age? Like 17, 18? I'm not sure. I think of age, Jerry. I think it was okay for me to look at the daughter and go, this is an attractive girl. I think it's of that age. I didn't ask if she was attractive. I just asked how old she was. She is attractive. I'm going to let you know. Okay, let's see. I love when good-looking celebrity women have good-looking celebrity women daughters. Ava. Ava. Yeah. How are you? She's 14. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. She's 23. <laughs> she's 23. 23. Oh my God, born in 1999 and she's oh 23. She, and you're right, she does. She looks very much Just like her like mom. Her. Yeah. There are some photos they look like sister. I mean, and that's a credit to Reese Witherspoon. Absolutely. She looks phenomenal. Oh, absolutely. So is she, let's see, is she older than me? Reese Witherspoon? Think? I'm going to say uh how old are you? 49? I am I just turned 49. I'm going to say she's younger than you. I think she's like 47. That'd be okay. my guess, Jerry. She is yeah, she's 47. She just oh, turned 47. That. I nailed that one. Yeah. So uh, do not get fooled. If, so, uh, no joke. So she had her daughter 
at 24. Yeah. She could be a grandmother now. Right. You always say 47. I couldn't be a, I say 53 could be a grandfather. No, I could. Yes, you could. She could be a grandmother tomorrow if her daughter was pregnant. That's true. It was very similar in age. Bing, bang, boom. You're pregnant. All yeah. of a sudden, you're a grandmother. It's kind of the way it goes. Yes. Yep. All right. So they're not dating, Jerry. Uh, let me give you a couple more NFL-related notes that I'm sure you're looking for. Uh, I'm you not. Know, you know I love any type of uniform news. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, good news. It's not always good. The Arizona Cardinals. Who cares about the Cardinals? Well, you will when they no, no, we put won't. some fancy new uniforms this year. No, they're still going to suck. Because that's what they're doing. They're going to be awful. Okay, but what if they had better Don't uh, care. new uniforms? The Bucks and Todd Bowles going to suck. You can enjoy the uniforms. What can the Cardinals really do? They've had that Cardinal head since this Jim is, Hart and Neil Lomax. This were is my point. We talk about new uniforms. You don't even notice them, right? Sometimes they'll be like, "Oh, we have a, a the maroon yes. stripe is different." Uh, who oh, gives okay. A crap. Unless you're changing the logo on the side of your helmet, right? If the logo is there, or like I thought with the Cowboys with those white helmets on Thanksgiving, yeah. that was neat. I'm with you on that. All these other uniform changes, please. I get the powder, the pu- what, are the, what is that color with the bucks that you Pita. like? All right, fine. No, I mean the orange, oh, the creamsicle. creamsicle uniforms. All right, those are those fine. Those are cool. Other than that, eh. Right. The Cardinals would have to do like a red helmet with a white colored Cardinal in yeah, order to not, change it up. They're not doing that. No. And, they're, and at the end of the day, they're still going to be bad. They're still not going to be on television. We're ever going to watch them unless they're on red zone for a touchdown. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Remember the one year like they did... Uh, they put like the sun on their on the. I do. Like, actually. That was like we'll go to Was that the Super Bowl change. year where they oh, uh, might have been in Phoenix? Maybe, could have been Tempe. Cowboys Steelers. That was in Tempe, Arizona. That was. Yeah, that's right. Super Bowl thirty, I believe. Eddie would tell you that. Is that right? Super Bowl thirty. Oh yes, that's correct. Yes. Which uh, which one? Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys Steelers in Tempe, Arizona. Yes. Sun Devil Stadium. It was the 30. Neil O'Donnell game? A couple of yeah. picks, and then the Jets signed him to a big contract. That's right. Speaking of the Jets, Jerry, uh, Marty Lyons is going to be the guy inducting Joe Klecko. Great. I say bring the whole sack exchange out. Okay. No, people always forget about Abdul Salam. Abdul Salam, always. 100%. Let's always. get him out there. Why don't you call him? Why don't you call him up today? Put him on Boomer, see if, if he's interested. I don't have his number, Jerry. Oh, I'm sure you could find it pretty quickly. Abdul Salam. Yeah, just call the Jets. That's true. Someone there has his contact information. That's a good point. You know? I saw you may move Ron Darling to tomorrow. Is that happening because the game was moved? That's what, well, I had booked, Ron Darling was booked for home opener. Yeah. And uh, when I woke up this morning, it was canceled. Yeah, so you're not sure what so they're going to do. So I'm not sure do. what's going on. Okay. I didn't get a cancellation from Ron or SNY. So if I get no cancellation, I'm going to call him. My guess is he's going to come on today because it makes tomorrow morning easier for him. Yeah, that's true. That would be my thought. Plus, we could talk to him about how terrible the Mets got their butts kicked in Milwaukee. Absolutely. This, this week. Yes, and what's going on with Scherzer and Verlander yep. and uh, Carrasco stunk and yep. uh, Peterson no good and uh, Tyler McGill. Yeah, 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 yeah. How about Tyler McGill? He was the season opener, right? Was it was it him last year that opened the season in Washington? Is that yes, right? Yes, I believe so. And now he gets the home opener this year? Yeah. Man, that's pretty good. Right, for a team that had all of these big yes. star pitchers over the years. Big starts for Tyler McGill. Let's yep. just hope his wife doesn't go. Yeah. We want Tell to her pitch to well. stay home. <laughs> we have to need, he doesn't need extra pressure. Not even sure if he's married or not. <laughs> but oh, no he's pressure. Married, Jerry. How do you know? I don't. I don't. You're not sure. I don't know that. <laughs> One more quick SNY note, Jerry. Yeah. 
Uh, this happened Tuesday night, but I always love any type of, like, you know, the Mets were getting killed. And they say, can we still tell fun stories on the air? Of course. While uh, the, with the pitch clock uh, moving things along. The answer is yes. Keith Hernandez, not a fan of non-dairy creamer. Well, that and, and uh, also no sugar. Well, yes, he, he said during this discussion that you have it here. Before I had the three surgeries last year, I went and saw a nutritionist. And she said to me, look at all the labels. Anything that says added sugar, mm-hmm. do not buy. Yeah, that's that's a good rule of thumb. She, she prefers a non, she preferred for me no sugar at all in the diet. and uh, But added sugar, she said, that's the bad stuff. Well, we know this. That's a great nutritional tip from Keith But everybody Hernandez. knows. This is the problem with us. We all know it. We don't do it. Yeah. I had this conversation with Gina about self-help books where they talk about yeah. ev- anything about your mm-hmm. life. It's When you're reading these books, oh, this is reinforcing what you know already. We know this. We, we know everything. don't do it. Correct. That is exactly right. In every way, shape, and form. We Like, don't eat four slices of pizza. No kidding. Yeah. You know what? Guess what we do on a Friday night? Four slices of pizza sometimes and a couple of beers. Not the healthiest thing, but we do it. Count your blessings. Um, you have it much better than everybody. Yes, we know. And I still get annoyed at everything. Correct. Why is that? I we, don't know. Because we have no self-control. Yeah, we have no self-control in the moment. You're right. You're right. And that's why when people go on, and like G's a good example of the diet too, which has been amazing what he's done. Like you go on these diets, it's all about it's all about discipline and self-control. And yet when the summer comes... Are you going to, you want to have some fun? Unfortunately, fun comes at an expense. Right. And that means eating terribly, but it is fun. Drinking, that is fun, but it's horrible for you. The great Cheryl Crow said, all I want to do is have some fun. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, but Keith Hernandez did not like that there was not a milk option for coffee. Yeah, they were, and then they were talking about non-derivative milk things. And I, yeah, we have all the audio, which we'll get to. And I saw, by the way, we have the exact same creamer he was talking yes. about in our uh, coffee room here. It's uh, International Delight French Vanilla. French and hazel and hazelnut we have too. We have hazelnut that back there. We well. have the regular one. I'm just trying to figure out how they put those regular, forget those, even the regular creamers in those little uh, tub things and they can be there for years. Yeah. And we drink them like they're fresh. Yeah. Do we need to put those in the fridge? No, you no, do not. just leave them out. They'll be fine. Ah. Holy God. Yeah. Do you ever get the... Um, because I'm obviously on the road a lot with Rutgers. Yeah. You ever make hotel coffee? No, I never do it. And they give you the it. powdered creamer? I will not do that. I actually do. That's, that's actually, desperation, but I yeah, do it. They have that powdered creamer. Like, you go get your oil changed somewhere, and you want to. they have a coffee in there. It's powdered creamer. <laughs> yes, that's the worst. The, and it, the, when you put the one packet in, <laughs> the coffee's still black. <laughs> it goes to show how much do you actually need to lighten up the coffee. Oh, yeah. I don't know, 17 pouches. Would you rather go uh, powdered creamer or... The creamer in the little packet's not refrigerated. I'm good with the creamer in the packet not refrigerated as long as when I pour it in, it doesn't curd up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick break, 539. We're coming right back on the fan. This ain't no disco. It ain't no country club either. This is L.A. This shoe was hot back in the day, and I, I'm, I don't mean yes physically, but like, I mean like her. This album was came ridiculous. out of nowhere. Yes, came out of nowhere. Her, Alanis Morissette, and Fiona Apple. Yes, and I mean talk about taking all. I, Fiona Apple was really just criminal, but those three at that one time, man, 
pretty wild. They were killing it. Yeah, yeah they were. Crow was awesome. Yeah, they were. I loved Cheryl Crow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, Jerry, a couple of... You know, uh, you know who I saw on TV yesterday? Who that? Susanna Hoffs. I've been seeing a lot of her. She's coming she up on... She looks great. Yes. For whatever reason... She's coming up in my social media yeah, algorithm. Yeah, because she's doing something. I uh, she that's why she was on the TV. Uh, what is she doing? She's right doing now? a lot of stuff on like uh, the on video where I keep seeing her like because she's very attractive. She wrote a book, and when you when you look, she's like he, she's performing like with just an acoustic guitar, doing Manic Monday or yep. Walk Like an Egyptian or whatever. Other I songs can make they the case. Had. So I, so she wrote a book. She wrote a novel. That's why I guess she's doing a novel. The, that's why she's doing the the circuit. But there, if you click her and, and put her in images, yeah, and you see her from thirty years ago to mm-hmm. now, or twenty five years yep. ago to now, I can make the case she looks better now than she did then. Very sexy eyes, Jerry. Uh, yeah, I would. It's probably true. Yes. Walk like an Egyptian. What do you think that means? What does that mean to walk like an Egyptian? Well, you put your hands above your head okay. together. But that's how you, they walked. I don't know. I have no idea. That's what that's how they did it in the video. <laughs> By the way, her name of her book is "This Bird Has Flown." Should have got her in. I didn't know she was writing the a book. Bangles. The whole thing with Boomer. Bangles, Bangles. That would have been awesome. I'd be more interested in an autobiography about her. her yeah, but just to career. get her in, who cares? I'm yeah. just saying to get her in. And what's interesting is we get so many cockamamie interview requests. Yes. No one thinks to. No, no one thought. Terrible. Terrible. I'm a, terrible, I'm a Google is Jerry. Terrible. Uh, when we get off the air, and I'm going to look into Susanna Hoff. How about this? April 17th. Is that when you're hosting? G told me he's out. I'm working <laughs> on Boomer. All right. I love her music. So does he. They were hot when he was hot with the bangles. True. She was the bangles. Get her in here. Walk like an Egyptian. Of course, she probably won't be in New York on April 17th, but we could try. You don't know that. I don't know that. We could try. Uh, your main man, Shohei Otani, was called for... Two pitch clock violations in one game. Yes, one pitching, one hitting. One pitching, one hitting. So even the big stars, Jerry, are having problems with this. Now, I saw an interesting article in USA Today, which is a newspaper I used to get only when I was flying and I was in an airport. Yep. But USA Today spoke with a number of bat boys and bat girls and bat men. Bat men. There are bat men. Talking about the pressure that is now on the bat boys and bat girls. Yeah, it's like when you watch a tennis event. The ball boys and ball girls. You got to get out there, get that ball, and get back to your spot. You got to get your bats quickly because the pitch clock is starting. And they said, one of the bat boys said, his legs are more sore after... Uh, games than they used to be because of the pitch. And clock. did he put, did he have a hamstring issue like Josh Donaldson? No, he played through it. Right, exactly. Then also within this article was really interesting. They mentioned how much a bat boy or bat girl gets paid. They I feel were, like we've done this before. Well, this was interesting because uh, they have uh, the Royals pay a salary and the Cincinnati a salary. Yeah, and the Cincinnati. What do they Reds, do in the winter? I don't know. The Cincinnati Reds pay an hourly rate. See, I would think you would get a game rate. Yes, that's what I would think. Like, why would it not be if you work the game, you get X as a right. hourly? And what do we mean hourly? Well, here's the thing. The This article in USA Today said that the Royals pay between, get this, Jerry, $39,000 to $51,000 To be a, a bat boy? A year. That's why they say men are taking over bat boy roles. What? Yes. They don't even pay that much for some of their players in Kansas City. Yeah, no, the bad boy. Wow. That'd be great. The bad boy's like, making more than you. You go get me the bat. I'll tell you what. They're making more than double-A players. 
I think they're making more than some of the part-timers here at WFAN. Oh, uh, yes. It'll be a bat boy somewhere. Sadly, yes. Um, what about the other ones you were saying? Who's paying an hourly rate? Uh, the, the Cincinnati Reds pay an hourly rate, Jerry, that ranges anywhere between $16.21 an hour up to $20.95 an hour. That seems so reasonable. now these games are two and a half hours and they make 50 bucks. <laughs> That's not reasonable at all when you can make 51000 for the year with the Royals. I just figured it out. Thank you for pointing that out. Now I know why the bat boys and bat girls are complaining about having to, they're working. They're losing a, money. They're working harder and they're working less hours wow. getting less pay. That sounds like society, unfortunately, Damn in this it. day and age. Yeah. That is really interesting. So I, they've got to be paid. Well, clearly they're getting paid for pregame stuff. I would right. think if you're going to pay them by the hour, you got to pay them for a six or seven hour shift. I think you so have too. to. You got to get to the ballpark. They're probably cleaning up bats after the game. I'm still trying to figure out what they're paying these guys for in November, December, January, and February. Maybe they do appearances. Come out to the bar and meet the Royals bat boy. Why not? We got Tommy Lugauer making appearances. <laughs> That's true. He makes appearances during football season. Ah, yes, he did. And good for him, by the way. Yeah. That is awesome. Part of the uh, Carton and Roberts program. There is no better deal when you work in radio than going and doing like a two-hour appearance somewhere and getting money. Yeah, I actually don't like it. What? Because if no one shows up. That's embarrassing. <laughs> yes. That is embarrassing. Yes, it is. Like I used to go to the uh, Dodge dealership out there on Long Island. <laughs> yes. And, like, Were you this, mobbed by people? I was not mobbed. <laughs> Maybe like a couple of people that came every week, very nice to support me. But other than that. Oh, boy. Oh. But all you got to do, you're like, I just got to get through this. And then I walk away with money. <laughs> I know. But do you feel like you're stealing it from I do. Them? It just it feels terrible. A terrible feeling. If no one shows up. Right. That's why a bar appearance is the best appearance. Because people are there regardless. Oh, you're here. And then they talk to you. And then the people see that you're engaged with the, with right. the people. And it's a good thing. When you're the draw. Yeah. And there's no draw. Ugh. Come see me in a Dodge Charger. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> yeah, the other cool thing is if you're doing a, an appearance at a bar, if you don't draw anybody, you have a beer and you forget about That's it. That's like true. That, you know, that that worries out of your mind. That is true. Takes yeah. the edge off. Takes the edge off, yeah. Wow. I can't believe a bad person gets $51,000 a year. Unbelievable. That must mean they travel them to spring training then, too. Yeah. That's got to be part of it. During February 15th, you're going to spring training. By the way, living in Kansas City and making fifty one grand a year is probably pretty good. Uh, I wouldn't think it's terrible. It's not terrible. No. What a life. Yeah, you're a bat boy. Bat boy. You better just hustle and pick up the bat before yes. the pitch clock starts. Interesting, Jerry. I do have another bat story for you. This involves Babe Ruth. There's a Babe Ruth bat called the Babe Ruth Polo Grounds bat. It's from 1921. It just sold at auction for a record because they have they have photographic evidence. It's proof that they know it's the bat. Yeah, because That's they have neat. a really clear photo of Babe Ruth. Yeah. Holding the bat, and they had a, a a photography expert pinpoint. He analyzed it. Yeah, and where what markings on the bat are currently on. That's kind of cool. Really cool. I'm not. I'm really not into the memorabilia. Yeah, but stuff like that I find really intriguing. Re- Would you like say it's, Babe, really, it's really intriguing? Like Babe Ruth hit home runs with this yes. bat. That's kind of neat. It's from 1921. Imagine someone goes out, they try and use it in a batting cage, and they snap in half. (laughs) Oh, my Babe Ruth 1921 bat. (laughs) Quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up with one final basket. We'll break down the Knicks when we come back. And then we got Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. Right now on Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence. Some hoops. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Hi, welcome back. Win for the Yankees, loss for the Mets, Knicks and Nets won, Rangers won. Al, to break it all down. You want me to break down the uh, Knicks Let's break game? Down the Nick game for I me. will break down the game I know Nick you can because you. you actually read the game story. <laughs> I did see. I, I saw a headline. A headline. Jerry. Oh, God. I saw a headline about so the Knicks had did something last night they haven't done since 1979, and I know I'm 53, Jerry. That's a long time ago. And, and I was 10 when this happened, yeah. so that's 43, 44 years ago. Yeah, that's right. They had three uh, players score in the 30s. All right, don't look down at your computer. Okay, look, look at me. Yeah, who were they? Quigley. Right. Uh, that's it. No, no. Damn it! I had the Obi Toppin. Yeah, good for you. There's one more. Bubba Baker. Bubba. <laughs> Think about how we started the show. Uh, oh, you suck. How do I not know this? Jerry? I don't know. Let I really look. don't Let me know. Look. Let me I look. gave you a clue. Oh, Quentin Grimes. There you I go. I would never have come up with that. Okay. I would never have remembered that. All right, fair enough. I got you. But what yeah, was the all, clue? Plus, the, your middle name today was Quentin. Oh, damn. But you don't pay attention, so that's fine. Is that what you do, Jerry, when you give Are me a you really name just day? asking me this now after you, two years of doing this? How is it you come out, you find somebody who did well? I pick a player of the day, the day before. A lot of people ask me that. They don't, haven't caught on. Oh, yeah, I yeah. haven't caught on either. I, I called you Quentin. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You could be Quentin Tarantino. I don't know what you, maybe you watched Pulp Fiction last night. No, I, don't I, did, know. I did not watch Pulp I don't Pulp know Fiction what goes on here, Jerry. I did not do that. No. I don't know what you're going to do tomorrow for your updates because the Mets game is postponed. The Yankee game is postponed. Yeah. What, what kind of highlights Well, the are we Devils are playing. The Islanders the are playing the Lightning tonight. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. that dude's bringing his dog to the. Uh, WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.